पॉट बुक्स विदानीता एस छे असमी नॉट द एंड क्रॉनिकल्स चैप्टर फोर्टी नाइन आई वॉज सरप्राइज इट द कूल अनंत कुर्कीप वेन आई वॉज इन सच हिस्टेरिया एंड भाईज वर्ड्स पॉप्ड इन टू माई माइंड मेराकल इज इन द फेथ फेथ इन द नेम ऑफ गॉड हिज पेन वॉज बैड आफ्टर द स्ट्रेन ऑफ द सर्च मिशन I felt guilty all through the evening whenever I glanced at him and I did look at him more often I thought why wouldn't I he had returned my life my faith back to me it was a tough job for both bhai and paris to shift anand back to his room upstairs for the night lovely excused herself saying papa's got to rest his pain will increase if he has to come looking for me to tuck me in bed It hurt him a lot when he came looking for us. I have to be a good girl. Bye and good night brains. Good night as me auntie. I couldn't believe to see such bonding between lovely and her papa. She was a very understanding and sensitive child. Anand had brought her up well. I had to agree. I had a lot of work ahead of me to tame brains. Literally a ball of fire. and puff he was out of my lap following lovely already i caught him in the corridor but he created such a big ruckus that i didn't know how to stop him i didn't want him to sleep crying so i went along when he dragged me to their door i knocked the door and waited for a response but before i could stop him he threw the door wide open and was tugging at the bed sheet to climb up anand and lovely were having their nice moments together and i felt so wrong to barge in Sort of surprised, he tried to sit upright. Prince insisted on being with Lovely. He just wouldn't listen. He has dragged me here. I know you need some rest. Why don't you formally ask him to go to sleep? I blabbered on a hasty apology. He had a weak, painful smile on his face while he was processing what I was saying. By now, Prince had managed to climb on the bed. I had to stop him before he reached up there, so I rushed in uninvited to catch hold of him. He tried to cross over Lovely's feet and fell on Anand's feet. I was super sorry for the pain this must have caused. I'm so sorry, so sorry for this chase. I'm sorry. It must be quite bad. I'm so sorry for getting him here. I would have gone on and on if Anand had not stopped me. It is okay. It didn't hurt, really. He fell on the left foot. He said his voice quivering. Oh my, see the swelling has increased since morning. Wait a minute, I'll just come. I said and stormed out to look for Paris. Holding Paris by his arm, I literally had to yank him to Anand's room. He's not going to like it, Bhavisa. I tried asking. He kept saying, but my need to help made him agree. We both stood at the door. Paris stood firm there and I could not drag him against his will inside. You go ask first. He said, "I went in alone." Anand, trust me. I have seen the magic in his hand. You please try him once. The pain is bad, I can see. It can't get worse. So please, don't be scared. Just trust me. I pleaded. He just looked on for a very long moment and I knew he would refuse. If only my voice didn't hold so much of self-doubt, he would have agreed, I thought. 
but was surprised when okay he said feebly clenching and unclenching his fingers to distract himself from the pain paris pulled a low cane stool from the balcony side of the room placed it close to the bed picked anand's leg and placed it on his lap i offered a pillow to hold on the lap for comfort he started a soft kind of massage thankfully not pulling or pressing the bones in just a few seconds and after a few of his strokes anand seemed to have relaxed i leaned against a pillow on one of the sofa chairs behind them to stay out of this treatment and also to keep my little mischief from disrupting it lovely and prince were on each side of the handle of the sofa i was reading out a story but they both were more interested in the pictures of the book prince wanted the book all for his own self and he snatched it from me and leapt on the bed he wanted me to sit on the bed and read to them i wasn't comfortable with the idea i tried my level best to convince him that it means invasion on other people's space but all in vain paris reached out to help he invited the children for a story saying it was a true story they came running and settled around this side of the bed careful prince i yelled and reached protectively barricading anand's foot before prince reached from behind him paris asked me to settle down on one of those other short stools i pulled one and sat beside him a natural magnet he was with his storytelling skills we were both facing anand now and how i prayed paris could cure him of the pain do you all know how once i was attacked by a fierce dog just like this one paris pointed out to the picture in the big book that lay open in prince's hand really asked lovely yes i'll tell you my real story one day i was playing flute on a bench in a peacock farm he began does a peacock farm have peacocks like the poultry farm has chicken lovely asked Yes, it has peacocks, but they are not kept like the chicken are. They move freely in the trees. Prince jumped with excitement. I have seen the peacocks there. Paris continued with his story. He said, I did not know why this dog, a huge hound, more like a wolf, did not like to hear my flute. He kept barking loudly and dragged the girl along who was holding his collar. He struggled and she had to release his collar. He stood right in front of me and scared me. I lifted my hand in fear and the dog thought I was going to hit him with a flute. He pounced on me. I escaped his attack by running to the girl who I thought could control him. What would Lovely do in such a situation? He asked involving the children to keep them from losing interest. I will hide behind my papa. Quip Lovely. He continued, "I took the girl as my hiding place, but the dog got angrier and he thought I was going to attack her. The girl was his master and you know dogs are very protective about their masters. He pounced on me with such rage that I fell down. Thar. Oh, oh, papa!" exclaimed Lovely and Prince. "Did he eat you?" Prince asked. Lovely laughed and said, "Dogs can only bite us. Dogs don't eat us. And Uncle wouldn't be here if he had eaten him." Prince giggled at this innocently. 
Paris continued his overdramatic version of this seemingly made-up story. Thor, I fell and the dog was on me. This dangerous wolf won't let me rise, and since I couldn't get up, I cried for help. Help! 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 The girl tried to scold the hound. She shouted orders like, "Tiger, stop! Tiger, no! Tiger, come back!" But this tiger was so fierce that he did not listen. His face from that close distance was so scary that I turned my face to the ground. "Uncle, I'm scared," said Lovely, and she walked into my arms. I pecked her on her cheek and held her close. Paris continued, but toned down his exaggeration. Luckily, the beast did not tear me apart, as the brave girl rescued me from this fierce animal. But by then, he had scratched my back. He also tore my kurta. She helped me get up and shook hands with me for the dog to feel we were friends. Were you both friends? Lovely asked. No, but we became good friends after that. You want to see my friend? He asked. They both replied. Yes, yes. He took out the mobile from his pocket and showed them the picture. She is Varshanti, he said. He showed the picture to me for a brief second and then to Anand. I had seen this one before. It was a nice picture of Varsha in her lab coat. Anand distractedly took the picture in his hand and looked at it. He then returned it back to Paris. All along the story, Paris had his fingers slowly moving around his ankle skillfully, and I was aware of it all along. Paris ended the story by pointing out to the picture of the girl, saying, "She is going to be your auntie, as she will be my wife very soon." Using this distraction of passing the picture, Paris yanked something so hard that Anand let out a painful cry. He jerked his head up to look at the ceiling for a moment. Tears glistening in his eyes, some even flew out helplessly. The tips of his ears bright red, face flushed with anger. He shot a tear-filled glance at Paris, and before he could complain, Paris had put up an apology. "I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you in any way." Anand didn't seem angry with him. He moved his ankle to check if it still ached. Slowly first, and then with some more ease and comfort. The pain almost gone. It is sixty percent better. He confessed, taking his foot off Paris's lap. He tried to get up. Paris jumped from his stool to stop him, saying, "Ah, no, not yet. You can't stand." Anand held his hand and said, "Thank you. I don't know how to thank you. You're good, really good." I got up all excited for the outcome and said. I was sure of my bhaisa and that is why I insisted that you trust his skill. He is very good at heart and that is why he has this healing power as god gift. He is such a simpleton if someone hits him on his right cheek he will offer his left side in readiness to receive another blow. I knew I was talking more than was necessary but I couldn't help I was happy. I thought I saw a very different smile something like he wanted to convey much more than the thanks asmi. that he said shaking my head i headed for the door i felt lighter for helping him feel better it took away some of the guilt that i felt for the way i had treated him in the evening before we went looking for prince and lovely i knew it was the guilt for causing him the pain in the first place by distracting him with my skating skills 
I am sure he remembered the challenge I had thrown at him during Didi's marriage, when he had laughed at my struggle with those heels. To add to it, I also made him walk around the farmhouse to look for the children, making it worse. As if the torture wasn't enough, I let my boy hurt his resting foot on the bed. Though he had tried to hide it, I didn't miss the quiver in his voice when he said Prince had only touched the other foot. Lost in these thoughts, when I passed my room, almost missing it. Paris stopped me abruptly, saying, "Hey, where to? Oh, I must be sleepy. Good night." I said as I wiped the blank stare off my face. "Oh, you were someplace else." Hmm. He chuckled. "What? Where? Yeah, how Prince had scared the hell out of me in the evening. Even recalling what I went through scares me." I mumbled when Paris cut in. "He's good." What? Who? I knew very well who he meant, and he sure knew now. If he had not known before that I was a terrible liar. Good night. I repeated and almost sneaked to my room with drowsy Prince in my arms. Asmi, not the end chronicles by Anita S J, to be continued.